This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shem Aleichem, Baruchim Abba'am, Parashas Re'eh. Parashas Re'eh is always the parasha of the beginning of Chodesh Elul, Baruchim Abba'am, to the Kalal Agar de Pirka. And we want to share this morning, uh, we would like to share... Uh, this morning, a very important idea that's worthwhile always to keep in mind the entire year, but especially as we embark on the month of Elul. And let us begin with the Gemara in Hairiyos. The end of Hairiyos, the Gemara tells us, Amar Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ami said, Hayman If somebody wants to know, will he live out the year or not? Now there's a question about this. How could you make some kind what is this, divination? Is this uh, some kind of supernatural practice? But the Gemara says, if you want to take a sign, if uh, you will live out the year or not, so, Nisli Shraga Basara Yoyme Debein Rosh Hashanah Yom HaKippur Mbebeisa Deloi Noishav Zika. Light a fire in the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in a house where the wind doesn't blow. Imashich Naharei Neide Devasik Shaseh. If the fire burns, you'll know you'll live out the year. So simple enough. You want to know you're going to make it through the year? You light a candle. If the candle burns, you live out the year. The candle goes out, it's a good time to buy kvura, to speak to the Kachavar Kadisha, to speak uh, to execute your will, to speak to the estate planner. That's just, uh, you know, good advice. And the Gemara continues. Um... You want to engage in a business venture. And you want to know, will I be successful or not? So this is what you do. Raise a chicken. And feed it. Feed it chopped liver. Feed it potato kugel. Feed it kishka. Feed it all kinds of ta'anugim. Then... If the chicken becomes fat, you'll be successful. If the chicken is it won't be successful. The Gemara continues. You're going on a trip. You want to know, am I going to come back or not? So, Stand in the house of your friend. If you see the shadow of your shadow, then you know you'll come back. These are three. You want to know if you're going to live out the year? Light a fire. See if it lasts. You want to know if you're going to be successful? Stuff a chicken. You want to know if you're going to make it back? See if you could see your shadow shadow. The Gemara says, V'lav milsahi. Don't do this though. This is not recommended practice. Why? Dilma chal shadaita. Your mind may become weak. I mean, you might be nervous and you might say, hey, uh, I think the candle's flickering or I think the chicken doesn't look fat enough or I don't know if I could see the shadow. And then you're going to the Isra mazal. You're going to weaken your mazal. And then taka, you're not going to live out the year and you won't be successful and you won't make it back. But moreover, Rabbi said, from here we see that in fact, Simone Milsa, that there are omens in this world. 
that there are certain tests and signs that indicate the a person's future. And therefore, Amar Abayi Abayi said, Hashta da'amrit simane milsa, now that we say that omens are significant, you should always see in the beginning of the year leeks and cabbage and other dates and other kinds of simanim that we partake of because simanim also and um, it's very interesting the Gemara begins, if you want to know if you're going to live out the year or not, light a fire, if it lasts, you'll live out the year. The Gemara doesn't say, and if it doesn't last, you won't. So in the barometer, in the test, it says, if you want to know yes or no, do X, Y, and Z. If A happens, then yes. But the Gemara doesn't say, and if A doesn't happen, not. So that's one Interesting observation from the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't say that if the converse happens, that it's a negative omen. The Gemara only says that if the test goes as planned, that indicates that indeed you will be able to, you will be successful. And what exactly is the concept of Simone Milsa? Here it is, it's the beginning of the year. I'm anxious, I'm apprehensive. What does the new year have in store? Will I be healthy this year? Will I have mazel this year? Will I have bracha this year? If you're telling me because I eat an apple, I'm going to have a good year? You're saying, the Almighty in Shamayim is looking down on me. And he's saying, if you eat a green sweet apple, oh, but only if you dip it in the honey. You want to have, you have to dip it in the honey. If you dip it in the honey, then you're going to have a good year. And if you dip it in the salt, oh, watch out. I mean... Is it really that important for Hashem that we have these simanim? I'll only be able to cut off my enemies if I eat certain fruits. I'll only proliferate. I'll only be uh, have bounty if I partake of certain simanim. What is the meaning of this? So the Torah tells us in this week's parsha, Re'ei Anoichi Noisein Lefneichem Hayoim Bracha Uklala. See, I place before you today blessing and curse. So there are two options in this world. There's goodness and there's bad. There's reward and punishment. There's success and failure. When it comes to the bracha, says the Pasuk, Es ha But when it comes to the klala, it's V'ha-klala. Interesting that we have the word S by bracha, we don't have the word S by klala, and this is something the Balaturim picks up on. And the Balaturim says, S ha The Balaturim says, we know the word S is always ba larabais. Says the Balaturim, Bibracha amar S lashon riboy, kilay nafal davar echad mikol devarai hatayv. Bracha, it says S, lashon of proliferate because of everything good that God promised it will certainly occur nothing ha- nothing will be lacking from any good that God promised but by klala just as viha klala 
But this could be understood in a different way as well. The Baal Turim is saying that when it comes to blessing, whatever God promised will be fulfilled. When it comes to Klala, it doesn't say that. Um, but there's another angle that I would like to bring out today, namely that the goodness in this world always outweighs the bad. There's more good in this world than bad. There's more bracha in this world than klala. There's more shafa from HaKadosh Baruch Hu than difficulty and challenge. We have a pasuk in Mishlei. In Mishlei we find, Megoyras rasha hi sivay enu v'sa'avas tzadikim yitain. The fear of the wicked will come upon him and the desire of the righteous he will give. Says the Gra in Mishlei. A very interesting thing. That God does not punish for sin. You know, isn't that interesting? HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not punish for sin. Because nothing evil emanates from God. Actually, the sin itself punishes the person. Megoyras rasha hi The dread of the wicked will come upon him. Says the Vilna Gain, Ki harasha misyare min The evil person fears the sin that's in his hand. It is the sin itself that pays a person back. God does not punish for sin. The sin itself punishes a person. The desire of the wicked, of the righteous, He will give, God will give it. If the mitzvah would reward the person, then the reward would be finite. But the reward is not finite, it's infinite, and that's because it's not the mitzvah that rewards, it's God. God Himself gives the reward. Just like God is without any uh, limit. But sin is finite the sin itself pays the reward now the Palgeimayim of the Nesivais Hamishbat learns amazingly that this is the meaning of the Pasuk in Echa from upon high, it does not emanate the evils, plural, and the good. So we know that really good and bad does not emanate from God because God gives us free choice. If we're going to study Taira, if we're going to daven with Kavana, if we're going to make brachas properly, if we're going to deal with people properly, that does not emanate from God, that emanates from us. If we choose the wrong path, that emanates from God, from us as well. So it should really say, from upon high, it does not emanate, hara v'hatayv. What's hara ois? Says the Nesivais Hamishpat. It does not emanate from God, hara ois, not the sin and not the punishment. The sin we do, and the punishment comes from the sin itself. And 
the good doesn't emanate from God, namely the mitzvah, but the reward does emanate from God. So the evils, not the sin and not the punishment, neither emanates from God, and the good does not emanate from God either. So the Pasuk says, even though everything is decreed by God, nevertheless, the choice to do good or bad does not emanate from on high. And that which it says, Ra'ois Belashon Rabim and Toy Belashon Yachid, says in the sea voice, Hayois Kigam Ha'oinesh Ha'rainoiba, Be'etzemeitai. The punishment doesn't come from God either. Kimeyachar Latetzeira, Kimeyitai Latetzeira. From God emanates no evil. Ra'kara Bal Adam. Any evil that comes to a person, Ha'avoinatzmoyoisabai. The sin itself does it. Because through sin comes, you create a destructive angel. It's the angel that causes the distress. Like it says, You melt it in the hands of your sin. That's why it says, Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not the cause, not of your sin, and not of your punishment. But when it comes to good, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the cause of your reward, but is not the cause of your good deed. From upon high it does not emanate evils, not your sin and not your punishment, or your good deed, but your reward, that does emanate from God. And now we come to an amazing approach of the Marsha. And the Marsha is bothered by the Gemara and Hairiyais. Somebody wants to know if he's going to live out the year. The Marsha says that you want to know if you're going to live out the year or not. But when it says you do it, all it says is, if the fire burns, you will live out the year. And it doesn't say that if it doesn't burn, you won't. And it says if you want to know if you're going to be successful, it doesn't say and if the chicken's not fat, you won't be successful. And it says, if you want to know if you're going to return, it doesn't say, and if you don't see the shadow of shadow, you won't return. And the Marsha offers the following approach. He says, in general, you could ask, how are you allowed to make these tests? But doesn't it say, Lo yisenachashu? Are you not, are you not allowed to divine? Are you not, isn't it prohibited to divine? Why is it mutter to make these tests? But don't Chazal say if that if a person says, you know, the bread fell out of the mouth of the deer or a black cat crossed my path, it's divination. Says the Marsha, an amazing idea, a very important idea. We can never forget about this. And that is, if we were to put on special um, supernatural glasses, and we would be able to see what is emanating from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we would see that emanating from God is only happiness, health, parnasa, 
bounty, radiance, goodness, hatava. From God emanates only goodness. So you'll ask, so then why do we see ill people? Why do we see sickness? Why do we see struggling in health, in fertility, in shaduchim, in all areas of life? And the answer is, that doesn't come from God, that comes from man. Because man makes a barrier between himself and God, and he doesn't allow the goodness to reach him. No evil emanates from God. Says the Marsha. He says, Goodness emanates from God. No evil emanates from Him. Who? Takala Tisalik Midas Avoino Yisbarach Me'atzmoik Machakosav Avinoy Seichem Evdilu Beinil Veinechem It is our sin that construct a barrier. V'lazeh ha-toiv ha-ba me'ito Yisbarach Baruchu Goodness comes from God definitively. Nothing ever good that God sent came back. But evil and bad does not come from God definitively. Rebbe, sorry to interrupt. There's a Pesach in Yeshaya that says, Unvorwe Ra, as if Hashem himself created it. Does that stem with what we're talking about, what you're saying? It has to. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay, so this is the first principle of the Marsha. The first principle is, from God emanates only good. Yes, he's boire ra, meaning he creates the concept, but that is not what is emanating from him. That may emanate from other sources like we see from sin itself. Now, the Masha is going to teach us that divination is when somebody wants to know, will I be successful or will I be unsuccessful? Will I be healthy or the converse? Will I, be, uh, will I make it out the year or the converse? If you want to know yes or no, that's divination, that's prohibitive. Divination, prognostication, prediction is prohibited. But you know what you're allowed to do? You're allowed to confirm. Confirmation is permitted. Because every year on Rosh Hashanah, what is the creed is a good year, a healthy year, a happy year. It is we who interfere with the goodness that emanates from Hashem. So by eating the apple, you're merely confirming that what always comes from God will come from God. So that is not divination. Simone Milsa, he says, um, But if you want to give a simon, what will be? 
So that is not permitted. That is uh, divination. So therefore, if you want to know, if you're going to make it out the year, it's not saying that if the fire burns, you'll live, and if the fire burns, you won't live. That you're not going to do. You're not going to say if the fire burns, I'll live, and if the fire burns, I won't live. But it's saying if you want to get confirmation, if the fire burns, I'm confirming that I'll live, and if the fire burns, then I don't have confirmation. Or if the... Because the Marshall explains, when you light a fire in a house without, without wind, of course the fire is going to burn. And when you stuff a chicken with kishka, the chicken's going to get fat. And when you um, when you are in the presence of light, you're going to see your shadow shadow. So all you're doing is that you're not even testing. You're merely confirming. And you're not saying if it doesn't happen, then I won't be successful. I won't, I won't be healthy. It's merely confirming the regular pattern and the normal m- mode and the uh, common practice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is to be metiv, toiv, chesed, rachamim, hatava. And that's the approach of the Marsha. Namely, God, nothing evil, nothing bad emanates from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I remember hearing this from Rav Avigdor Miller um, personally, and it's brought in the Sefer Shari Oira, that some people say, well, it's hard to have Akar Satoiv HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because yes, there's a lot of good in this world, but there are also a lot of Tsarois. So Rav Miller would say, number one, besides the fact that there are many tsaris that a person brings on themselves, and besides the fact that many of the things in life that we think are difficulties and challenges are really chasadim of Hashem, but above and beyond that, we have to focus on that which the Rambam says in the Mar Nevuchim, and the Ramban quotes in the Shahar Gemol, Namely, Shaharoiv Hagadol Shemakabel Mehashem Hutani Bana. The vast majority of what we receive from on high is enjoyment and pleasure. Let's say a person, when they're older, they're sick, they're not feeling well. But a person should think the majority of their life they were healthy. And even when a person is not Chasvashalan, but the majority of their life, and even currently, most of the things in their life are working. You know, when the, when they go to the when a person goes to the doctor, so they make you fill out a form of you know all the possible problems that a person might have. You know, you're going there for one little thing, so you have to you cross out no 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 to 99 out of 100 other things. So even when something is wrong, and it should never be but the vast majority is taiv. The Rambam writes, "May oylam loyroisi mishiyeloy roivtsaris." I never met a person that the majority of things in their life were tsaris. And in every situation, a person has to sort of take a step back and evaluate that in reality, think about what percent of your teeth are working well. There's so many millions of parts of the body, billions of phenomenon taking place in the body. 
And for the vast majority of a person's life, almost all of them are working properly. So that's a, a concept that we could never lose focus of. That firstly, for emanating from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is only toiv, is only chesed. Whatever rise in this world is often self-inflicted. It's from the averos that we ourselves have done, but not it is not emanating from Hashem. And the vast majority of what a person experiences in this world is toiv, is chesed, and is tainuk. You know, the Meshachachma writes that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu fed Klal Yisrael the man, the Pasuk says, the man yiru eshalechem asher heachalti eschem behoitzi eschem eyes v'tzayim. And sometimes a person thinks, you know, it's very nice, I hear all of these shmuzin about bitachayim. And everyone's talking about have trust in God, have trust in God. Say, I would love to have trust in God, but how am I supposed to have trust in God when I know that I may have done things that are wrong in my life? I know I have, I may have done averos. I may, I may have acted improperly. So of course I trust in God, but but I also know the reality. The reality is I may have done things that are wrong, and the Menshe says that's not a proper thing to think. Sometimes we're thinking, you know, I would love to have bitachon that Hashem will support me, but I, I'm sure Hashem would love to support me, but He can't because I don't deserve it. So Meshachachma says it's a mistake for a person to think that you know when the Hashgacha will give me parnasa. If I'm totally immersed and misdabek in the ways of Hashem, then I could throw my burden on Hashem. But if I, I'm not on that level, how could I think that? So the Pasuk says, no. Let me remind you, Kal Yisrael, how I fed you when you left Egypt. Did I only feed you when you're Makabal the Torah? No, as soon as I took you out of Mitzrayim and I took you on my wings, I fed you the man. Therefore, let no one have anxiety. Let no one worry. Let nobody lose sleep. Oh, how am I going to support my family? How is Hashem going to take care of me? I know I have a job, but you know, the, the inflation and the tuition and the camp and then the grandchildren and uh, just so much... Never worry, may I in Yahweh Ezri. Because even if a person is not on such a high level, he has the right to put his trust in Hashem, that Hashem will provide for him. And even if a person is not on a high level, because we always have to remember that when God gave the Jewish people the man, it's not after we accepted the Torah, but rather it's, it was after He took us out of Mitzrayim, we were on Mem Teshari Tumah, but God said, once you come under, once you come under my wings, I protect you. And there's a, a, a passage in the Chafetz Chaim, which is always very meaningful to me, that Yehoshua and Kalev were trying to persuade the Jewish people, don't listen to the Meraglim, it's a very good land. See, the Meraglim, their argument was, yeah, yeah we know God said He's going to give us the land of Israel. But that's if you are on the high, on a high level. That's if you fulfill the Torah. That's if you keep all the mitzvahs. But between us, you know how hard it is to keep 613 mitzvahs? Yeah, of course God's going to give 
the Torah, God's going to give the land of Israel to the Jewish people when the Jewish people keep the Torah. But you guys, you are far from fully observant, so you cannot rely on God's assurances that He's going to bring you into the Holy Land and protect you. And Yehoshua v'kalev say to the Jewish people, Ach Bashem al Timraidu. Just don't rebel against Hashem. What were they saying? They were saying, Jewish people, you're making a big mistake. You think you could only have bitachon in Hashem if you're a tzaddik? That's absolutely wrong. Every single Jew can have perfect faith that God will protect him, save him, help him. Just don't be a rebel against Hashem. God doesn't say, I will take care of you if only if you're a tzaddik. God says, I will take care of you. Just don't be a moire. Just don't be a rebel. Says the Chavetz Chaim, I underline this. He says, God is not so exacting with a person to say, you know, I'll save you. Only if you're a righteous. He says, I will not save you if you be a rebel, Chasashon. And that's why Yeshua and Kalev said, Ach Bashem al Timraidu. So long as the person doesn't rebel, who lack or mitzvahs the kavanah to intentionally uproot the mitzvahs, Yucha lekavos lechaltaif. You can anticipate all goodness. And Chavis um, Havovis tells us that one of the reasons why we don't appreciate what Hashem does for us is because we look around the world and we see pegaim, tragedies, difficulties, losses, physical, monetary, and we don't recognize sometimes the chesed inherent in them or the benefit we gain from it but these are always challenges to our uh, bitachon, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What is bitachon? The Chavos writes, Ach mahus habitachon hi. The essence of trust, hi menuchas nefesh habitach, is a certain peace of mind. V'she'alibay samach ami shabitach alav. That you have confidence on the one you trust in. That he will do what's good and proper for you, in that which you trust in him. In accordance with what you're able to do. Avol ha'ikar, the main principle. Asher ba'avura yiyabitachay min abayteach, v'mipake lo yimatze bitachay, who sheyia liboy batuach v'mishayiftach boy sheyikayim asha amar. Bitachon means that you have a confidence in the one you trust in, that he will do what he said, he will do what he guaranteed. And he will do good even in what he didn't stipulate. And even what he didn't promise, he will do it as a chesed. And the Marpil Nefesh says, you know, that the definition of 
of bitachon is to have trust in God, even in what He didn't promise you, and even what you did you don't deserve. Because He says, if a person can't have bitachon in Hashem, that Hashem will do good for him, even what he doesn't deserve, then nobody could ever have bitachon because you'll always be worried. You know, I know God is uh, is a bal chesed, and I know how gracious God is, but maybe I'm not deserving. Right? That always gnaws at us. How can I have bitachain? But maybe I'm not a big enough tzaddik. Maybe my tefillah is lacking. Maybe my mitzvahs are lacking. So the Marpe Lenefesh learns the Chavis Havavah that the definition of bitachain is to trust not only in God what He told you He's going to do, but He's going to go beyond what you deserve. Otherwise, there would be no concept of bitachon. If a person couldn't trust in God, that God will help him even if he doesn't deserve it, that would sort of undermine the whole concept of bitachon. This is a, such an important concept that a person is entitled to go to sleep at night with peace of mind that Hashem will take care of me, He's going to take care of my family, He's going to take care of my health, He's going to take care of my finances. That a person can ha- is entitled to have that peace of mind and not be plagued. Well, maybe I don't deserve it. Hashem says, look, I know you're a boss of Adam. As long as you don't intentionally try to rebel against me, even if you fall short sometimes, you can trust in me that I will provide for you. I always love this sort of gematria. Rabbi Leo Kitov, he writes in the Sefer HaToda that there are 147, there are 144 psukim in the seven haftoros of Nechama. In the Noya Arkish, Nachamu, Vatoymer Tsioin, Ania Sayara, Anoichi Anoichi, Rani Akara, Kumi Oiri, Sois Tosis. In these seven Avtars are 144 Psukim of Nechama. They correspond to 143 Psukim of Toychacha in the Chumash, in Bechukhaisai, in Kisavai, in Nitzavim, in Hazinu. There are 143 Psukim of, of Toychacha. But there's one more, because there's always more nechama in this world than there is taichacha. There's always more good in this world than there is difficulty. And this is a very important understanding, that when a person goes into the new year, of course, a person has to put their best foot forward. And certainly, there's a din v'cheshbain for every act of a person. Not only every act, but every word that a person says they are accountable for. Not only that, every thought that a person has they're accountable for. Not only that, Hashem is boichein klayoisvalev. Every inclination, Hashem even probes and scrutinizes the inner psyche of a person of what's creating their thoughts. But nevertheless, as penetrating as of, of a judgment as there is, we are still entitled to anticipate the goodness of Hashem. And therefore, the concept of simonim in the beginning of the year is not prediction, it's confirmation. We're, we're merely confirming that the chesed of Hashem that has sustained us until now will continue to sustain us. And that is permitted. Tenachashu, divination, prohibited. Confirmation is permitted. No evil emanates from Hashem. Not only does not emanate pun, um, the sin 
the punishment for sin does not emanate from Hashem. This punishment for sin, as the Gross says, the sin itself is what punishes a person. As the Rambam says, the majority of things in this world are good. And even when there's a difficulty, the majority of almost everything else is good. And that's why when it comes to the bracha, it's es bracha. The bracha is always l'rabbis. There's always a lot of it. There's always extra. When there's klala, there is klala in this world, but it's just klala. There are 143 psukim of teichacha, 144 psukim of nechama. The opening words of the great work on Teshuva, the Shari Teshuva, he begins his great work with the words, Min ha-toivois asher hetev Hashem Yisbarach imbruav. From the chasadim that Hashem was native to His creation, is He prepared the way for them to elevate from the lowliness of their actions and to escape from the trap of their sins, to withhold themselves from the abyss and to take to remove Hashem's anger. The way Shari Tshuva begins is recognizing that the, that Tshuva is not a mitzvah, even though it is. Tshuva is not an obligation, even though it is. Tshuva is a chesed of Hashem. And when we recognize that Tshuva is a chesed of Hashem, that is the ultimate motivation to embark on the path of Tshuva. And this is just one of the many, many chasadim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for us, because from HaKadosh Baruch Hu emanates rak, toiva, chesed, uvracha, and from that is the great opportunity of teshuva. So this is one of the great teachings of Parshas Re'eh, Es HaBracha, and I thank everybody for joining us today and for listening. And I wish you all a great day. Baruch Hashem. Thank Baruch Hashem. Kol Tov, everyone. Be well. Amen. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.